This is True News. I'm Rick Wiles. Just Lynn Maxwell, daughter of Israeli Mossad spy, the late Robert Maxwell, was detained on Monday in a federal jail in Brooklyn, New York. Her billionaire father died mysteriously in 1991 when he allegedly fell off his Lady Gislen yacht and drowned in the Atlantic Ocean. Maxwell was buried in Jerusalem. The story of Robert Maxwell's espionage on behalf of Israel inside the United States was documented in Gordon Thomas's book, Robert Maxwell, Israel's Super Spy. Gislin Maxwell, who possibly was Jeffrey Epstein's handler for the Mossad spy agency, is expected to appear in a Manhattan courtroom on Friday when a federal judge will consider the U.S. government's request to detain her without bail. The Metropolitan Detention Center is operated by the Federal Bureau of Prisons, which is part of the Department of Justice led by Attorney General Bill Barr. The MDC is not a prison. It is a federal detention facility designed to hold prisoners who have not yet been arraigned or have been denied bail or are awaiting trial in a federal court. Jeffrey Epstein, Maxwell's longtime accomplice, was held in Manhattan's Metropolitan Correction Center, another federal holding facility. Epstein allegedly committed suicide inside the detention facility. We have this report from the Reuters news agency. Maxwell was among Epstein's closest associates and helped him exploit girls who were as young as 14 years old. Glenn Maxwell is a British socialite and confidant of the late disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein. Today we announced the arrest of one of the villains in this investigation. She's now facing charges of luring underage girls for illegal sex acts. We weren't even a human being to them. We were just another toy to be passed around. She's kept a low profile since Epstein's death in August 2019. But her own backstory is far from private and will be key to the prosecution's case. Glaine Maxwell is the daughter of a late disgraced media magnate named Robert Maxwell, who owned tabloids such as the Daily Mirror in the UK. Robert Maxwell died under mysterious circumstances in 1991, and it emerged soon after that he'd looted hundreds of millions of dollars, stolen from employee pension funds to prop up his crumbling business empire. Ghislaine Maxwell moved to New York, where she began a new life selling real estate, and began a romantic relationship with Epstein, a math teacher who turned into a high society financier. The couple later split, but Maxwell remained in his inner circle. Epstein still described her as his best friend in a 2003 Vanity Fair article. The pair also had social links to several powerful figures, including Britain's Prince Andrew. In 2013 and 2014, Maxwell even appeared at the United Nations itself, speaking on issues of ocean conservation. Around the ocean. But she largely disappeared from public view around 2016, particularly after Epstein was charged with trafficking minors. So, several times. The alleged victims, including Maria Farmer, 
have spoken about Maxwell. Uh, Gilan escorts me to Jeffrey's room, and he's lying there, and he goes, well, here, sit down. You know, and so right next to him, and then Gilan sits on the other side, and they began assaulting me. But in August of 2019, Epstein was found hanging in an apparent suicide in his jail cell. But the questions continued, as did the search for Maxwell. Eventually, police were led to Bradford, New Hampshire, where she was tucked away. Literally, the place is actually called tucked away. We learned she had slithered away to a gorgeous property in New Hampshire, continuing to live a life of privilege while her victims live with the trauma inflicted upon them years ago. Maxwell is charged with four criminal counts related to procuring and transporting minors for illegal sex acts and two counts of perjury. She faces up to 35 years in prison if convicted. Well, Doc Burkhardt, Edwards, Zoll, and I have a lot to share with you about Ghislaine Maxwell's arrest. First, however, we must present a bizarre twist to the Epstein saga. Edward came across some astounding information today about a science fiction book written many years ago by Attorney General Bill Barr's father, Donald Barr. Get ready, the story's going to get weird. Hey, Edward, Doc. Hello, sir. Pleasure to be here, sir. I don't know if I'm ready on a Monday for <laughs> this much weirdness. Let's just get it out of the way at the yeah, beginning of the week. Yeah, so, so. Uh, all right, so let's jump into this thing. We're gonna talk about the, the Epstein arrest, I mean, the uh, Jocelyn Maxwell arrest and what it could mean for certain people. But before we get into that discussion, I just wanna go ahead and get into this Bill Barr connection. The book was written by Mr. Barr's father, Donald Barr, who hired Jeffrey Epstein as a teacher. So th this gets so bizarre. We've talked about this in the past. So let's, let's start at the beginning, Edward. Um, we have, uh, Let's look at, uh, well, let's put up number two. This was a, a story, Daily Beast. Jeffrey Epstein dodged questions about sex with his Dalton prep school students. Uh, that was published in what, 2019? Yes, in 2019. And, and what this was, was bringing into question that Jeffrey Epstein, the, the man we now know as the, the center figure, the asset at the heart of the biggest sex trafficking ring of modern history, was a teacher at one time, but not just any teacher, a teacher at one of the most elite yes. and expensive prep schools in the country, the Dalton School. He was a, he was a math teacher. We, we talked about this last year that he didn't just teach math, he taught spiritual math. Yes, he liked to in, intertwine physical exercise with spiritual readiness and calculus. Some might just call that gematria. Yeah, I, 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 I've never heard of spiritual math. No, I didn't take that course in high school. Calculus was hard enough, so. But in, among the Kabbalists, they know spiritual math. We call it numerology. Mm. Uh, okay, so Doc, who were some of the famous people who attended and graduated from Dalton? Well, in, in addition to um, famous actors like Chevy Chase, Christian Slater, and a handful of uh, others, also uh, names that uh, might spark some uh, uh, nerve endings there. Anderson Cooper, graduate of the Dalton School. Uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard, uh, graduate of the Dalton School. So and Barbara so Marks Hubbard was founder of the Future Society. I, I met her when I was young. 
Um, when I was a protege of Alvin Toffler, he introduced me to Barbara Marks Hubbard. I attended meetings at the World Future Society uh, headquarters in, in Washington, D.C. I was young, I was in my early 20s. I wasn't a Christian at that time. Um, and I think she's still around. I think she's still alive. Right. The Dalton School, of course, caters to the most elite families in the New York City area. I mean, they uh, you know, it costs a lot of money to send your kids there. Not just anyone can go. You got to have um, the right blood. Right. So yes. you got you would expect to have the the top tier in talent as far as instructors and teachers are concerned. Especially, you would hope that they would at least have a college degree, yes. right? Except they hired a spiritual math teacher uh, who was a, high, a college dropout. Didn't complete his degree, a man by the name of Jeffrey Epstein. Just seems so strange for such an elite school that, that the faculty would have somebody unqualified to be on the faculty of, of an elite school. I mean, he wasn't even qualified to be faculty of a public school. Right. Teaching math. Right. You have to at least have a college degree so, and a teaching certificate. He had neither. So somehow he, he, he leapfrogged over everything and landed a position on the faculty of a very prestigious school. And among their students uh, were people like Anderson Cooper, who later went on to work for the CIA right. before he landed his job at CNN. And so this article from uh, 2019 where it talks about was there any kind of connection with Jeffrey Epstein and the students there at that uh, you know, 40 years prior, well, 40 years is about 40 years too late to be asking those questions. But now with everything happening with Jelaine Maxwell and this information that Edward has found, it does raise a, raise a, a new level of, uh, of uh, you know, speculation yes. and related to what was really going on at Dalton okay, School. Okay, so let's look at uh, still number three, and then I'll let Edward talk about um, the connection. All right, so the man on the, the right is obviously a Jeffrey Epstein with an with a afro, math science teacher. They should have added on uh, pedophile in waiting. The man on the left is Donald Barr. That is the father of our current attorney general. Now, why we're bringing this up is that at the time of Jeffrey Epstein's uh, arrival at this elite school, this was the same exact time period, the same year, actually, because there's been some dispute about whether Barr was there, Barr wasn't there, Barr was involved with the hiring. What we do know is in 1974, uh, Donald Barr was the headmaster of Dalton School. He'd actually been there for 10 years at this point. Uh, Mr. Uh, Barr himself has quite the resume. Uh, you're gonna think the headmaster of uh, the school for the elite of the next generation. You want someone very smart, very uh, connected, uh, someone who maybe served, uh, for example, World War II to, to be your headmaster. It turned out that Donald Barr was actually the OSS. He is a veteran, let's say a founding father of the precursor organization to the CIA. The Office of Strategic Service the predecessor of the CIA, and and so he was he was an agent of the OSS. Right. Yes. Well, in, in addition to leading uh, this next generation of elite uh, children through their education, Ricky also was a prolific author. He loved to write. Specifically, he loved science fiction. Now, while he was the headmaster, I'm able to confirm that this was written while he was the headmaster mm -hmm. due to a review of, of one of his books. Um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Barr, Donald Barr, 
decide to write a book titled... Well, before we get to that, let's get a little bit deeper into Donald Barr. Because there's, there are things here that I didn't know about Donald Barr. Um, all right, so he was headmaster of the school, Dalton School, prep school. From 64 to 74. 64 to 74. When did Jeffrey Epstein join the faculty as the spiritual math teacher? The summer of 74. Right. So the question is, did Donald Barr hire Jeffrey Epstein, or did his successor hire Jeffrey Epstein? Well, since this story uh, came out last year, uh, some outlets have been able to get in touch with the uh, man who took over after uh, Donald Barr. His name is Peter Branch. Now, he, he's given two comments. His first was, I don't remember hiring this man, nor did I think I was involved in this, because I didn't come on until the school season began. Again, remember, this is summer. This is the time period when the school is likely out and the students aren't there. You know, you look at this, his second comment was, oh yes, I do remember having to deal with Jeffrey Epstein not having a degree. Now his, his position is it is likely that Donald Barr hired him, though there have been many uh, challenges to that saying, well, it doesn't overlap. But what is true, there's more, there were four vacancies in the math department when Donald Barr left. Are you saying that uh, D Donald Barr made a statement that he remembers dealing with Jeffrey Epstein's application and that Epstein did not have a college degree? Uh, Peter Branch did. The following. He, oh, the, yeah, the, his the, successor, the man who took Peter over. Branch? Successor. Yes, that's right. All right. So, but Peter Branch said he did not hire Epstein. That was his first comment. And then he, he later revised Lee say, well, I did have to vet Mr. Epstein after he'd spent some time as a teacher. The question is still out there of who actually hired the man. So there's, we don't have proof that Donald Barr hired Epstein, but we do have testimony that his successor said he did not hire That's right. Epstein. That's so right. there's only two options here, two possibilities. Either Donald Barr was the man who hired Jeffrey Epstein, or during the interim, which could be the summer months, let's say that Mr. Barr, we don't know what month he left. Did he leave at the end of the school year? in 74. It appears that was it, right? yeah, in the and, You know, maybe during June and July, um, was there an acting headmaster? Somebody uh, brought in Epstein? But there had to be some sort of process to bring yes. new, new instructors on. You didn't do it just... Uh, right, it didn't happen, uh, hey, uh, it's Tuesday, can you start work Thursday right. as an instructor? There are processes... That had been going go on while Mr. Barr was the headmaster. Right. So and according to the Daily Beast It could Beast have been article, it was one of his last acts that he did. And it's definitely possible, because according to the Daily Beast article, uh, Donald Barr did a lot of planning ahead. He often actually hired ahead for certain departments. You know, this department had four vacancies. They needed someone, and, and Donald Barr would have known that prior to leaving. The other point of note here is that Donald Barr, his major in college was mathematics. Now that might just be simply a, a, just a, an irrelevant data point, but I, I don't he think He would it's certainly relevant. have interest in the spiritual math teacher who was coming on the faculty. A Definitely guy would want to vet him. A guy with no college degree who's going to teach spiritual math. And yeah, he would have had to have impressed Donald Barr, either with his intelligence or his, his own connections. Yes, his connections. Something else I didn't know, this was new to me, that Donald Barr, Bill Barr's father, was Jewish. I didn't yes, know that. that's right. Born Jewish. Converted. I, I, always th uh, I thought Bill Barr's is a uh, Roman Catholic. Well, uh, Donald Barr converted to Catholicism after the war. His father, Donald, yes. converted to Catholicism. Yes. But they were born, he was born Jewish. He was yes, born Jewish. Uh, okay, to a psychologist and an economist.
okay. uh, Manhattan. But he was in the OSS, predecessor of the CIA. Then after that service, he converted from, from Judaism to Catholicism. That appears to be the timeline, the way it looks And then right he gets now. a job at Columbia University, I mean Columbia first, to where he teaches English for about 10 years. And then uh, this former OSS agent now uh, gets to be headmaster of the most elite, uh, you know, really pirate school in New York. And then most likely the last act that he took was to hire Jeffrey Epstein. It would later become the most, most prolific Israeli Mossad rapist in history. Okay, now that we set the stage, let's take a look uh, at this uh, unusual book that Bill Barr, I mean Donald Barr, the father of Bill Barr, this book that he wrote, uh, we'll put up um, number, uh, number five, and uh, the book is called Space Relations. What year was this thing published in? It was published in uh, September of 1973. So it's while Donald Barr was still the headmaster at Dalton. So he wrote this while he's the headmaster at Dalton. And published it. A headmaster of a school of teenagers. Of elite teenagers. Yes. Okay. So the keep top that, of the top. So keep that in mind as we're talking about this. So, okay, now this book, I, I can tell you right now, um, this is very rare. Uh, I have one copy, but I will tell you this, if, if you want to buy any of the remaining copies that are out there, you're going to have to pay a lot more money than I did because I bought the only cheap one, <laughs> okay? I, I know how to find old books. You're very good at that. Yes, but if you, if you go to Amazon, Amazon has this book, you know, from 1974, uh, I think the cheapest one they have is $399. There's only a couple of them on Amazon. So um, we have a copy because we wanted to make sure that we, we were accurate in what we're talking about. So Donald Barr, Space Relations, written and published while he was the headmaster at Dalton Prep School the, the school where Anderson Cooper graduated, the school that hired Jeffrey Epstein to teach spiritual math. So what, what is space relations? Is this something about how to social distance? I'd, I'd say it's, uh, it's something you might yourself want to social distance from because this book is very weird, uh, even for a headmaster at an elite prep school. Uh, there was a review of this book done by a group called Kirkus Reviews. It was in September of uh, September 1st, 1973. It describes the book as, as uh, picturing both uh, diplomats um, uh, involved in a, a global war against slavery. And uh, there's also a, a lot of characters, let's say even a uh, Lady Morgan, for example. She's supposed to be the sadistic, uh, basically, uh, leader on, on a planet. Uh, and in addition to this, there's uh, this, this uh, culture, completely foreign to even 1973, where child-like sla uh, slavery is the name of the game for the economy on this distant scientific yeah. world. Child sex slavery. Child sex slavery. Where's the economy of this world? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, it was part of the this economy. This is a sci-fi book. Yeah, really, it had been a Babylonian space colony. Now, the, uh, in looking what, up this, what are, the, what, are, what are the odds that 
Bill Barr's father, who hired Jeffrey Epstein, wrote a sci-fi book about a future world of sex, child sex slaves. While what are the odds? While he's the headmaster of an elite, elite, of an elite school, school of teenagers. What are the odds? If I went to Vegas today and tried to get the odds, play the odds on there, what, what would they say? To infinity and beyond. I mean, it's, it's, I, I would never guess this, nor do I think this is coincidental in that sense. By the way, the, the, the uh, subtitle is, uh, is Space Relations, A Slightly Gothic Interplanetary Tale. Published September 17, 1973, uh, published by Charterhouse, um, reprinted by Fawcett Crest Books in 1975. Uh, Edward, uh, read this, uh, this uh, Kirkus Review issue, September 1st, 1973. Re read their review so our audience gets an idea of what we're talking about. Okay, so this review confirms the headmaster role and that this was written for adults. This is what Kirk is for you said. Captured by space pirates, future diplomat John Craig is sold into slavery on the planet of Kozar, where his mistress, the irresistibly sadistic Lady Morgan, almost makes uh, servitude a desirable state. However, Craig, the ambassador, stumbles on hints of an alien invasion and must escape to save uh, humanity. Escape he does and returns to Kozar as an ambassador with a plan to put an end to slavery. This goes on to say, Dalton headmaster Bart has converted a space opera plot into a Corsa Catingli literate tale for grown-ups. Not for kids, but for grown-ups. Now, the, the description of this... I gotta say, the first thing I heard in there, because as, as Edward reads these various uh, descriptions, there are some, there's some key words that jump out. The, the one that jumped out for me was the name of the planet where his mistress, keep this in mind, his mistress, the name of the planet was Kozar. First thing that came to my mind was Kazar. Yes, that was the first thing when I heard it too. Did you? Yes. So we may have some coded words. About an empire world. in the east run by a certain faction. Right. All right, so um, we got the uh, Kozar, planet Kozar, could be planet Kazar, but the sadistic Lady Morgan. This is the mistress, the sadistic Lady Morgan. What was the name of Robert Maxwell's yacht? The Lady Jocelyn, named for his daughter. Yes. Jocelyn means the promise, the guarantee. The pledge, the pledge. Right. It means the pledge. Yeah. Something has been pledged. To fulfill a contract. So Robert Maxwell, the Israeli spy who died allegedly in the Atlantic, nude, drowned in the ocean. I get, you know, he says how they're walking on this yacht nude and yeah. nude and fell off in, into the Atlantic one night. Um, but he named his yacht Lady Jocelyn, which is for his daughter. Jocelyn means the pledge. In this book by Bill Barr's father, Planet Kozar, that sounds like Kazar, right? The mistress is the sadistic Lady Morgan. Are we drawing connections here where there are no connections? 
I don't think so. And, and I think this review should have done their due diligence and, and maybe shared a little bit more what was in the actual publication they were reviewing. Because, Rick, what I read today, uh, this is not a book I would ever have uh, said a headmaster, let alone uh, a teacher, should have been writing while they were around children. And when I say that, it's the very fact that he's yeah. thinking this way is scary. I mean, it's in his mind. And, and just aside from the fact, if your principal at your school had just published a book, it's, it's a big deal. This would have been a splash. Everyone would have been talking about it. Likely, and I want to go on a limb here, it's possible it was required reading maybe for the English classes. There might have been an actual following among the school for this. All right, so uh, Dalton, was it, uh, I don't know, uh, what, what grades was it? If it's a prep school, it's probably junior high and high school. Okay, so it's just junior, you know, okay. So, Doc, when you were in high school or junior high, mm -hmm. Can you imagine going home telling your mom and dad that you, your principal wrote a, wrote, a, wrote a book about planet pedophile? <laughs> yeah, I could just see that. He would probably last till maybe 3 p.m., the end of the school day, if that actually happened. I can't imagine that at all, especially in 1974. That's what I mean. In 70, even in 2020, it's outrageous. If we heard that a local principal had published a book about a a future pedophile society where pedophilia was cool, we would be saying, get that guy off the payroll of the school system. He's a, he's a threat to the children. And yet he's running one of the most elite schools in America. And his son grows up to become the attorney general twice. Twice. Not once, twice. Right, Doc, would you read the next one, the Wikipedia page? Sure. Uh, and this is how it's described on Wikipedia. In the future, humans have formed an intergalactic empire ruled by aristocrats during a time of war with the Plith, an empire of ant-like alien bug people. Ambassador John Craig, a formerly liberal Earth man in his 30s, is dispatched to the strategically important planet Kozar, or Kazar, a human colony that was settled by the Carlisle Society, which I thought was interesting, as a place of exile for political extremists and now is ruled by an oligarchical high council of seven nobles, each of whom is in charge of a different domain with its own traditions. Their boredom and absolute power have driven them to madness to the point that the Kosar's entry into the empire has been stymied by the man-inhabited planet Treaties Clause, written by Craig, against alliances that with slave-owning societies due to its practice of kidnapping humans to become illegal playthings of the galaxy super rich. Now, that phrase, uh, playthings, came up earlier in our Godcast today with, uh, who was it? Uh, was it Virginia Jeffrey that yes, mentioned that they were the playthings of the elite? Of the super rich. Of the super rich. I mean, this whole paragraph out of Wikipedia. Oh, it's totally loaded here. It's loaded. Um, so we, we got the planet Kozar, Planet Kazar, uh, a human colony that was settled by the Carlisle Society. What's the big corporation connected to the Bush family? The Carlisle oh, Group. Right. And it's a place of exile for political extremists, people who've been deplatformed. Right. People have been exiled for their political views. They're sent to another planet. And the planet is ruled by an oligarchical high council of seven nobles. In other words, 
tech barons. That's right. The Jeff Zuckerbergs, seven of them are yeah. ruling this planet and the political exiles are there. People who were uh, deemed their views were too extreme to live on earth. I feel like we're living out somebody's sci-fi nightmare. Or there's so much in here that it almost seems coded, Rick, like it's giving an instruction to maybe a future generation. I won't say it's prophetic. That's not the right word. But to see phrases and terms and concepts, we're talking 1974 Mm -hmm. being presented here. It's actually printed in 73. 73. Uh, it means he wrote it probably in 72. Right. Uh, but thinking about it since the 60s. I mean, you don't just come up with something like no. this, okay? And But keep in mind, he's a former spy. I mean, if you're working for the Central Intelligence, you're, you're, you're a secret agent. You're a spy, okay, at one level or another. Mm-hmm. This is what this former OSS officer, former Jewish OSS officer, uh, is writing as he's the headmaster of a boys and girls, I, I don't even know if it was all girls at that time or not. It may have been all girls school at that time. Um, but he risked it was his co- career. It was co-ed later. Doc, so. in, nor- it, what, in normal times, he was risking his career publishing a book like this. You would, writing a sci-fi book would not jeopardize your career. Right. But writing a sci-fi book about a world of pedophiles where children are molested for the pleasure of the rich. And it includes scenes of that in the book. Yeah, you would be uh, relieved of duty, if not maybe investigated for how you came up with such crazy ideas. So Attorney General Bill Barr visited the, the Federal Detention Center in Manhattan before Epstein died, and then he returned after he died. The, the son of the... Donald Barr, who wrote this book, just put this all together. And now we have Lady Gislin, who's now in a federal detention center run by the Federal Bureau of Prisons, which is managed by Bill Barr, whose father was Donald Barr, who hired Jeffrey Epstein. You can't make up this stuff. No. You can't make it up. It's so weird. The, they're, this is not a series of coincidences. Mm. Does it get any stranger? Well, there is uh, an episode in the book, too, that goes on and describes a kind of a perverted uh, form of communion that uh, uh, the main character, Craig, and uh, his mistress are, are forced to endure, where it's really a sacrilegious, you know, uh, retelling. A mockery of, of Holy Communion? Right. Uh, where they're forced to uh, drink of a cup. And in fact, to use biblical uh, phraseology, can you drink of the cup that I drink of? The uh, alien interrogator is asking of of, uh, the main character and the mistress there and goes on into some detail, really mocking communion, mocking the efforts of it and everything. And so- Doc, look at this, this, this one quote in here from the book. I mean, this is a, they're taking this from the Bible and, and changing the words. Yes. Craig whispered, my Lord, my Lord, didst thou not command us saying, ye may not eat of it, nor touch it, lest your eyes be opened and ye be as gods knowing good and evil. The madman stopped dead. 
They took this out of the book of Genesis. Yes. Wow. Now, this is a direct quote. I've, I've verified each of the things that were mentioned by the Wikipedia page because it wasn't referenced on the Wikipedia page. So I got a copy of the book and went through it, finding each of these instances. The, you know, the communion part was, was the weirdest thing I think I, I've read in the book other than this uh, perverted sex scene. But there, there's a section, Rick. I'm not going to read the part about the sex scene, which Donald Barr wrote in to this book while he was at, at a, a child's school. Um, but there is a part here of note here that Lady Morgan, um, it describes Lady Morgan as the only female member of the oligarchy. This is the group in charge of that Khazar planet. And it, it says that she lived in a castle where she ruled over um, people who were slaves. They were used as sex slaves in this, and they had the a right. Mansion. A mansion, right? A mansion or a ranch. Uh, this lady, Lady Morgan, had the right to do whatever she wanted with anyone in her dominion. So any one of the other seven oligarchs described in this, this, this fantasy fiction rape novel uh, are essentially empowered to have their own dominion of rape. Now, was there anything in the book about breeding a yes. future race? Yes, uh, there, there was mentions that the slaves were used to, uh, to create better slaves. Uh, they were used to create this lower level, lower tier of, of workers. Breeding was actually mentioned in the book. But that's what Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein allegedly was at Zora Ranch wanting to set up a a breeding system. Yes, yeah, so and we we went to Zora Ranch and saw the fertility statue that Jeffrey Epstein had placed inside that remote location. I hope somebody at the Manhattan prosecutor's office is watching True News today, because this case is more bizarre than you all know. I applaud the, the Manhattan prosecutors, uh, Audrey Strauss and her team. I applaud you for your work. I am so glad to see finally somebody put handcuffs on just Lynn Maxwell. And I, uh, I have nothing but uh, um, positive things to say about the federal prosecutor, prosecutors in the Manhattan Southern District. Uh, finally, it happened. I, I didn't expect it, Doc. I really didn't expect anybody to er, ever arrest just Lynn Maxwell. And I, I still don't trust it. <laughs> I no. still don't trust it because, Rick, I mean, any I, other person that gets arrested in the world, anybody, what's the first thing that the media puts out? A mugshot. Yes. Have you seen a mugshot in Jolene Maxwell yet? No. I, supposedly she was arrested in, in New Hampshire and now she's being transported to Manhattan. Uh, there, there's no pictures, there's no mug shots of her. Well, isn't that public? Those are public documents. It should be. I mean, it it's an be. honest question, right? right? So tomorrow you contact, contact the sheriff's office and the FBI and the courthouse and the detention center. Let's ask for the mug shots. I mean, that's, that's a fair that's question, right? That's, yes, it's a very good question. You're right, Doc. I haven't seen a mug shot. The victims are claiming they saw her on video. Okay. So there, there was a remote video played at, at what appeared to be an arraignment hearing, mm -hmm. um, and it appears she had a lip job. Her lips were different, but uh, the victims say they heard her crying. They saw her and heard her crying, weeping, saying, I don't understand. I don't understand why I'm here. What's happening? Uh, the report is they have confirmed that it is her, okay. uh, even though with some altered appearance. Mm -hmm. But Rick, if, if I get 
arrested for whatever reason, I don't know, spitting on the sidewalk, whatever it might be, if I'm taken to the county jail, what, what do they do to me? They take my fingerprints and they take my picture, right? And it's in the local paper. That's right. Now, there is a chance and because of coronavirus. And on the website. Because of coronavirus, the staffing, they may not have done that procedure. I've been told it's possible that the arrest was even delayed by the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, but they still arrested her. Once you're arrested, they go through the process. Right. All right, let's, let's go to number, um, number six. This was Daily Beast inside the secret sale of just Lynn Maxwell's swanky new... New Hampshire hideout called Tucked Away, a $1 million estate in a small town, Bramford, uh, New Hampshire. And uh, the story said that uh, the purchase, I think, I think the property was purchased uh, November, December of last year, 2019, that a, a British man uh, negotiated the, the sale and transfer of the property the, the real estate broker never met Jocelyn Maxwell, never heard her name, assumed that the buyer was a celebrity because the, the agent asked about the flight patterns over the house, what airplanes would be flying over the house. So he assumed, the broker assumed this was a celebrity who was buying the house. Um, but the fact that, uh, oh, she paid cash for it. Yes. Which is intriguing. Because she, she actually, uh, according to Maria Farmer in our interview, she said that the sale of the New York house that Glenn Maxwell had been given through Jeffrey Epstein and, and Les Wexner, that the sale of that was what was used to pay a settlement to Virginia Jeffrey Roberts, one of the Epstein victims. In this case, she still had cash left over to pay upwards of a million dollars for this house and to do it through a shell company, Granite Realty LLC. It was again, December 13th of last year. So she had a shell company that actually uh, legally owned the property and her name wasn't on any documents because she had a lawyer who acted as a trustee, as a director of the corporation. Uh, Number seven, this is Daily Mail. Let's say we didn't knock politely. Officer describes how FBI agents smashed down Jocelyn Maxwell's door and hauled her off in handcuffs after she gave them the slip in the year-long $5 million game of cat and mouse. Well, you know, I remember the day that the FBI raided um, Roger Stone's house. Right. And it was on CNN. CNN had just happened to be there. Yeah. They just happened to be there. Waiting to get the camera right in, in Roger's face, so he's in his, in his pajamas. But we have no video of the raid on just Lynn Maxwell's house. Which, quite frankly, ought to be the way it's done. Mm. Well, I'm saying that's the normal way. The raid on Roger Stone's house was the publicity stunt yes. conducted for the benefit of CNN. But the, the message is chilling that you would treat someone like Roger Stone that did not according to any evidence been presented, assault little kids. But Ghislaine Maxwell, the madam and the participant in the largest sex trafficking ring in modern history, she got 24 police officers and a convoy of vehicles. Now, it says here that when they raided the home on Thursday of last week, it included 24 armed FBI agents, officers from the local police force, New York police, and New Hampshire's gang task force. So, I mean... 
they, I guess they were expecting some big trouble from Elaine Maxwell from the way they're giving the story here. They used bolt cutters to break the lock on a metal gate leading to the secluded property. But Rick, do you think that maybe this is a bit overkill for somebody they knew exactly where, where she was the whole time? Or, they do claim no. it here. They lost her for no. a little bit. Yes, they do say this. She, she, she gave them the slip. Uh, the slip got away. Um, no, I think I think they were aware that they're they're dealing with a woman who has been around uh, intelligence agents. She's got a submarine license. Yes, she's a pilot, yes. helicopter pilot too. She's yes. a spy uh, in, in resume at least. Yeah, let's put up the, uh, not the next one. The, uh, I want to skip uh, down to. Uh, What's our next, uh, uh, pardon me, let's go down to number nine, okay? Just Lynn Maxwell will be naming names. This is Daily Mail London. Jeffrey Epstein's arrested pimp is set to cooperate with FBI in ominous news for Prince Andrew, and she could be held in prison where a pedophile killed himself. Um, so the, the London papers are definitely fanning the story that something big is about to happen. She's going to cooperate with the FBI. She's going to sing. She's going to tell everything uh, to the FBI. I, I have a different opinion about that. Uh, but I'm just going to show you the articles right now before we get into this. Um, let's go to number 10. This is also Daily Mail. Uh, she is in danger. Friends of Jocelyn Maxwell fear for her life if she talks and claims socialite uh, could have access to Jeffrey Epstein's secret videos recorded in the pedophile's home. Now, that's big. That's big. Who's the guy on the right? Now, that is Christopher Mason. This is a friend of, of Ghislaine Maxwell the Daily Mail was able to uh, speak with, especially after hearing from Stephen Hoffenberg, the man who mentored Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, this is important because the videos they're talking about are the blackmail videos. We, we know at least his New York property had cameras set up in every bathroom and bedroom. These would be the videos they're speaking of. But past they were that, employees. They had media rooms. Yes, a media room to view this hidden no, behind no, a closed no, no, door. No, no, no. They had media rooms. They had employees monitoring the video feeds and recording the videos. He actually had employees. Yes, it, would be, it was a media room in the New York mansion that they had an employee like a control in. Room. Yes, like a control room. We have a control room. Right. Every mansion had a control room with a media team monitoring the cameras in the bedrooms and the bathrooms, capturing the video. The question is, where did the video go? Where was it stored? And for what purpose was the video used? Okay, the purpose is very easy. Blackmail. Blackmail. So who would you blackmail? Powerful, influential American men. Possibly like the Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court, John Roberts. Somebody that appears that they have dirt on him because he votes really, his votes are strange. They think he's going to vote one way and then suddenly he votes another way. Well, his name appeared on a manifest log a passenger log on Epstein's jet, John Roberts. Is it the Supreme Court justice or is it just John Roberts that lives down the street? Which John Roberts is it? The odds are it's the Supreme Court justice because J Epstein only associated with people of power and influence. Right. 
Why would he take an average guy named John Roberts on the plane? No, he took somebody like the Chief Justice, a future Chief Justice. So the question is, where are the videos? Were they transferred to a central location? Was there a, uh, a receiving hub where the videos were transported? Now, this goes back decades, long before streaming. So it wasn't like they were, I mean, first of all, do you know how dangerous it would be to stream child porn? I mean, they, to send it by video stream would have been a violation of federal law. No, oh, maybe international law if yes. it's gone across right. uh, so countries. Hard copies had to be uh, transported. Yes. Where are they? My guess, they're in Tel Aviv. Mm. By way of Ohio, maybe? Yes, I think they made a stop in Ohio, and then they were transported on a jet to Tel Aviv. Yeah, in case you're wondering why we said Ohio. New Albany. Uh, New Albany, Ohio, where, they, where Les Wexner lives. And that's not our opinion. That's the people we've interviewed said that. Les Wexner, the billionaire who's doing his best to disappear, he just sold his uh, what Elbrand uh, empire. He's cashing out. He's trying to get, get out of Dodge. But my... Th- my hunch is that Wexner was the main contact in America for Mossad, Israel Mossad, and that directly under him was Jocelyn Maxwell. And under Maxwell was Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein was not a billionaire. He, no. he was a fraud. He was an actor. He played the role of a billionaire. That was Israeli money. It was all Israeli money, Zionist money. Zionist money for the takeover of America. How did they take over America? They blackmailed thousands of influential American men. And then they could get anything that they wanted. It was so easy, they couldn't believe how easy it was. And we, we know there's compromising material on these videos and photos because when the FBI and the New York uh, uh, Police Department raided raided the New York mansion of Jeffrey Epstein, they found thousands of videos and photos. And they said in the report for that, that it had naked images in them. They had to try to find the girls that were in those photos. Where are the girls? Thousands of girls, where thousands. are they? We, we only, only know about have, 40. We only have a handful, how many? Have about 40 now. There's about 40 that have come forward, including those who are named and unnamed. But apparently the New York police had found thousands of photographs. Do the New videos. York police? Videos. videos. Do the New York police have possession? I doubt it. My guess is the feds took it, just like they did with Anthony Weiner's laptop. Where is Anthony Weiner's laptop and his 600,000 emails? Where Last is- we heard, it was sent to D.C., to the, the FBI's headquarters in Washington. It's probably at the bottom of the Baltimore Harbor with Christopher Columbus. <laughs> the feds, you know, they get their hands on this stuff, and it conveniently disappears. Most likely that laptop was transported to Israel. Or there's information on that they can use to blackmail others too. I mean, I don't want to talk that way about the FBI, but I can't trust the FBI anymore. <laughs> I can't. But Doc, they arrested Jocelyn Maxwell. That did happen. I, I, I haven't seen an arrest. Okay, well, I, I think she's arrested. Um, let's, let's go to number, um, uh, let's see. Did we do 11? 
Uh, no, we haven't put. Uh, Let's put up yet. number eleven. This is Daily Mail. Also, she has copies of everything Epstein had. Just Lynn Maxwell has secret stash of pedophile sex tapes that could implicate world's most powerful, and will try to use them to save herself. Okay, we're being, we're, our minds are being prepped. We're for, primed, being primed. Yes. Yes, we're being prepped for the story. We're being told. Look, she has. A secret stash of pedophile sex tapes. It's going to implicate the world's most powerful men. She's going to use them to save herself. Oh, yes, she is. Yes, she is. Uh, I think I know where this is going. Uh, next one, let's see, number, um, number 12. She, she was made up to look older. She was uncomfortable. Epstein took young girl. Oh, here we are. This is when it gets serious. Jeffrey Epstein took young girl on Donald Trump's plane, possibly sex trafficking teen across state lines, right under the now president's nose claims journalists. This is a Daily Mail article. Um, Edward, uh, see, this came out last year, didn't it? Yes, this came out last year, and the original article for this actually came out in March of 2000. This was a the uh, original yes. original because this the reporter who's yeah. being interviewed by the Daily Mail here is Michael uh, Corcoran Cochran. Yeah, Cochran. Michael Cochran. Michael Cochran. And, and what he was, he was doing a, a profile on President Trump, not president at the time, just businessman and golfer, President Trump for Golf Magazine. Well, he was on this plane in March 2000 waiting to take off from New York to head to Florida. And they were delayed uh, uh, with President Trump, according to both the Daily Mail and the original article, was Melania Trump, uh, some of President Trump's family. And uh, according to the reporter, the couple they were waiting on that had delayed them was none other than Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. In fact, the Donald, Trump, Donald Trump was upset about it, Very that upset. they were late. So the golden rules, never be late for another person's plane. And you see this, though, they didn't come alone. They came with what everyone on the plane thought was the daughter of, of the, the couple, Ghislaine uh, Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. They, they had a, a young girl that Michael Corgan said that she was made to look older, between the age of 16 and 20. She didn't talk. She was well-dressed, attractive, but was with but Made to look two. older, and they thought maybe 16, 16, which means that she may have been 13 or 14. And even if, let's say she's 19, if this girl was trafficked, as in she was a slave at that point. Let's just call it for what she was against her will, being trafficked, being groomed inside this network that Glenn Maxwell is now being arraigned for. That would make President Trump, not just in the cop, but his plane, the trafficking uh, platform well, for if, interstate trafficking. If she was 19, she was an, illegally an adult. Maria Farmer was over 18. So she's become one of the primary victims. Yes, when they brought her in, she was, what, 13, 14 years old. Uh, I, no, she was over. She was over 18. Maria is one of the okay. few because she was attending uh, graduate school for art. Okay. But what I'm saying is that you can make the argument you were an adult. Mm. Right? You, you were not kidnapped and taken against your will. You were an adult. Let's let's go with the let's just go with the Worst train case. of thought here that this this young woman, this young young female who was brought onto Donald Trump's aircraft in what year? This is March 2000. And well, when, when did this happen? That's March 2000. March 2000? March 2000. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's say that the girl was uh, 13, 14, 15 years old, clearly an a underage teenager, okay, being transported 
by Jocelyn Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, which fits the profile of the girls that they recruited. They would look for 13, 14-year-old girls from broken homes, financially disadvantaged homes, girls that, that uh, were trapped in very negative circumstances. They would promise them a, a career as, as models. Yeah, or bring them in from foreign countries. And so there was a pipeline that seemed to be coming through various modeling agencies and outlets based in France and uh, Eastern Europe. And so, uh, and there was, uh, there was no other way to describe it. They were, it, they were trafficked. Yes. So. All right, so my, this is just my hunch. And Doc and I laid this out last week. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see if this is where it's going. I know a lot of people who believe the QAnon hoax are, are thinking, wow, uh, Trump and Barr, they rounded up Ghislaine Maxwell. The U.S. Justice Department is, is gathering up the pedophiles and locking them up. Wow, they locked up George Nader last week, and now they got Ghislaine Maxwell. Boy, QAnon is, is right on the money. And this is happening just as we go into the election year and Trump is going to bust wide open that pedophile ring, Pizzagate, all of it. He's going to do it. I say it's nonsense. Right? I've never believed any of that QAnon stuff. You got to look at, we talked about last week, who are the prosecutors running the Southern District of the Manhattan Prosecutor's Office? They're not Trump fans. Right. So keep that Audrey in mind. Strauss is one very tough federal prosecutor, and she is not a Trump fan. She went after Donald Trump's Roy mentor. Cohn. She she tangled in federal court That's with right. Roy Cohn. He was trying to get mafia guys released, and she fought him in court. And Roy Cohn had his own uh, child sex uh, operation, uh, Suite Two Two Three. This came out from uh, basically before his death. But never was really investigated. His own Roy child Cohen, sex rape. Roy Cohn was was Donald Trump's lawyer, his mentor, the man that he admired, and described as one of the most crooked, corrupt, vile, disgusting humans that ever breathed air. And that was Donald Trump's lawyer. Yes. All right. Who was his last lawyer? Michael Cohen. <laughs> Michael Cohen. So what I'm saying is that the federal prosecutors, Audrey Strauss is now the acting prosecutor because she replaced Mr. Berman, who was fired by Attorney General Barr several weeks ago. Mr. Barr, whose father, Donald Barr, hired Jeffrey Epstein as a spiritual math instructor at Dalton Prep School back in the mid-70s, early 70s. And Mr. Barr's father wrote a sci-fi book about a futuristic a world where pedophiles rule the world. Planet Kozar, the Carlisle Society. This is bizarre, so strange. Now I think the federal prosecutors are after Trump. And, and my, my so hunch too. on this, guys, is I think they have, they have enough evidence on just Lynn Maxwell to lock her up for a thousand years. I think the, the evidence is so overwhelming. I think they've been quietly gathering evidence mm. that they could get a 50 year sentence here and a 20 year sentence here and another 50 year sentence. 
They've got so many charges that they could hit her with. No, they didn't hit her with all those charges. No, they went no. for a specific time block, 94, 94 to, to 97. 97. Yes. Well, what about 97 to 2020? They're not going to charge her with it. But they're going to show her privately. They have all of it. Privately, in the interrogations, mm -hmm. they're going to tell Jocelyn Maxwell, we have all this evidence over decades you will go to prison for 1,000 years. But we're only interested in this one window, 1994 to 1997. Mm. And we want to know what you know about Donald J. Trump. And if you agree to testify as a state's witness, we will not prosecute you on the other charges that would put you in prison for 1,000 years. We'll get you out of jail early, maybe, so you don't have to spend time in a jail. She'll never go to jail. She'll go. never go to jail. She'll I'm, never go to jail. I'm convinced of that. She will never go to jail. They will tell the federal judge she cooperated. Mm. She was an outstanding witness for the state. Her, her agreement with the federal prosecutors will stipulate that no charges could ever be brought against her in the future. Yeah. All right. She'll get a pass on everything from 1997 to 2020. A supreme immunity agreement. And, yes. and actually, doesn't she kind of already have one? Because back in 2016, when you know she had, had that agreement with Alexander Acosta, yeah, she right, 2009, she did. She had in 2009, she no, actually she got uh, an immunity agreement in the plea deal, the Jeffrey Epstein, but it was 2009, not 2016. Right. But in 2009, it was, she, was, she actually got an immunity from the crimes that Jeffrey Epstein was being prosecuted well, only from. those crimes, right. only those crimes. Right. Okay, just those crimes. I'm talking about a blanket immunity that they will pledge to her. Sure. She will never be prosecuted. A stay out of jail card. Yes. And most likely, she will leave the United States and go live in Israel. Which they, they conveniently left off of her passport list. They, they said that she had French, British, and American passports, but no Israeli passport. And that way she can visit her father's grave in Jerusalem. Her father, who was a devoted Zionist spy. And received a state funeral. You better believe he got no, a less state funeral. Less than six funeral. top intelligence officials came to... And several, you know, present and... and, and uh, Previous prime ministers attended. One of the even invested in one of his companies as late as 2018, Ehud Barak. Uh, he was, uh, um, Maxwell smuggled weapons into Israel for the, was it 1948 war? Yes, 1948. So all of our Palestinian friends, hey, just Lynn Maxwell's father smuggled the weapons in that killed your parents. And the Brits too. Yes. So um, she's wicked, she's evil. But I think she's going to walk if she testifies against Donald J. Trump. Well, and she's got two key things she can tell prosecutors. The first is something we've already been told publicly. Where she was grooming the girls initially was the Mar-a-Lago, President Trump's elite club in Palm Beach. Oh, my. Oh, my. Keep, keep going. Yeah. I mean, you bring this up. That just Lynn Maxwell was grooming young girls at Mar-a-Lago. Do you know how devastating this is? Like, Donald Trump didn't know it. He didn't know what was going on. He didn't know Jocelyn. Yes, he knew Jocelyn Maxwell. She introduced Melania.
Yes, That's she right. arranged it. She arranged it. She was the matchmaker. My personal view is she brokered the sale of Melania Trump to Donald Trump. Melania was my 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 hunch is Melania was recruited as a young girl in Eastern Europe, probably 13, 14 years old, promised a job, uh, promised a career as a model. And I think some of the some of these young girls, they said, hey, uh, this one has talent. This one has potential. This one, we're going to make money off of her. And they were spared death. They were spared um, meeting Jeffrey Epstein's carpet grinder. The one he had shipped to the, yes. the Virgin Islands. So, you know, they never got ground up. Their bones never got ground up. So you would say, are you saying the most elite, most talented? The ones that had potential survived and were used and they made money off of them. I think this involves uh, people that would have hung out with the McCains. I mean, Cindy McCain at the beginning of this year admitted, this is on record now, that her daughter's friend, she doesn't name the friend, but we're talking about Meghan McCain's peers during the schooling years, one of them was a victim of the Epstein network. Well, we have to wonder here, the first is the Mar-a-Lago. The second part of that one is, how, how soon did President Trump know? Because his defense has been, when he did find out or heard something bad about what was happening, really it's related to Jeffrey Epstein. He said when he heard Jeffrey Epstein was grooming uh, girls or, or approaching or trying to proposition girls, but, he revoked the membership. But that There's no mention of Glade. But that doesn't fly with me because in a 2002 interview, Donald Trump said That's right. uh, that uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein and I, we both like beautiful women and Jeffrey likes them a little on the younger side. That's right, New York Magazine, and 2002. By younger, we don't mean 19 or 20. Right. It, he means younger. Yeah, young he, like the young girl who flew on the plane in 2000. He President Trump clearly knew what that meant. Right. So uh, there's no pass in that for me at all. He knew. And he probably knew it was happening. And, you know, it's when he exposed Donald Trump to, uh, you know, possible, you know, uh, trouble outside of uh, Mar-a-Lago. That's really when things had to I, I be think, taken Doc, care. the reason the two split is that they were fighting over a mansion yeah, in Palm piece Beach of property. County. Yes. Or a girl. No, I think it was that they were arguing. They were both trying to buy a mansion mm. along the coast. And Jeffrey Epstein ended up getting it. Right. I think that was the split. Well, before the split, uh, this is according to Maria Farmer, this is the second major hole for investigators to look down. Maria Farmer claims that in her time with Glenn Maxwell, which is inside the period being investigated, 94 to 97, she claims that Ivana Trump, President Trump's former wife, went out with Ghislaine in their limousine and helped recruit the girls with braces, the young girls whoa, whoa. to be Victoria's Secret moms. Wait a minute, <laughs> you just threw one at me. Say this again. According to Maria Farmer, the most credible of the Epstein victims, because she actually has a driver's license with the address for Les Wexner on it. According to her, Ghislaine Maxwell went out with Ivana Trump, President Ivana. Trump's Ivana. His, his Previous wife. His previous wife from uh, 77 to 91. They got divorced in 91. And what did they do? They recruited. They looked for girls. That girl looked great. That girl's young. That girl has the right look. And they invited them into the limousine, got them. And then Maria Farmer would say she would see that same girl at the offices or at the home. Maria Farmer said she saw Ivana Trump? Yes. She told me that in the interview right here. On she Truth told News. you personally? Yeah. Oh, she told us on record. That's on record. And it's on record for the uh, Department of Justice now if they want to use that. They need to look at that. Because Ivana Trump, according to uh, Maria Farmer, was an unindicted co-conspirator in the recruitment and grooming of young girls. Uh, and Ivana Trump was a Kabbalist. That's right. 
Include a chapter in one of the books uh, pen named under President Trump. Now, is Ivana Ivanka's mother? Ivanka, Donald Trump Jr., and Eric's mother. Okay, so th this is how Ivanka became introduced to Kabbalah. That's right. Along with through, Tiffany, uh, Tiffany yes, Trump. Through her mother, Ivana Trump. But you're saying that Ivana Trump was recruiting little girls with Ghislaine Maxwell. According to Maria Farmer, and we know there are no child models for Victoria's Secret. Oh, my gosh. They, they're going to, they're going to, Doc, they're going to indict Trump on trafficking girls. Do you think they're actually going to go that far? Yes. Or are they, or yes. They, or are they going oh, to Oh, now try that I've heard this, yes. Yes. And all it takes is one. That's going to remember. Yeah, you don't need <laughs> You just need one. One victim that you can prove it took place. One is enough. And you've got that window from 1994 to 1997 that they're focused on. They're going to f they're going to apply the pressure to Jocelyn Maxwell. We're going to lock you up for a thousand years. We're going to send you to the worst federal penitentiary on the planet. You'll probably be murdered there by the inmates. They're going to terrify her. They're going to paint a picture of a worse future for her. I don't think this is some kind of like sweetheart deal. No. She don't get the sweetheart deal until she testifies. Look, Ivana Trump could get indicted in this. That's right. Don't rule that out. Anyone who's this been pictured, I, anyone who's been pictured with uh, Ivana or even Ghislaine or anyone else who sucked into this network in that time period can be brought into this just by association. Well, how about uh, how about Donald Trump's impeachment lawyer, Alan Dershowitz? He was tweeting away over the weekend, trying to defend his innocence. And we know Dershowitz was Epstein's lawyer. It was Dershowitz that got Epstein that sweetheart deal in Palm Beach County when he got arrested for pedophilia. Dershowitz, we know visited various Epstein mansions. Oh, we know now because of a tweet storm, this is the previous tweet storm, Rick, that he didn't just visit him, he went with his daughter and his wife on the Lolita Express to the island. Oh, he rode the jet. He said, he admitted, this is Alan Dershowitz in a tweet. I he never went this. alone, I always went with my family. Oh, so. Um, okay, so let's put, um, let's put number 15. This is the Hill Reporter. Alan Dershowitz tweets elaborate denials of allegations regarding Epstein's connections, sex abuse. Uh, what does he say there in his tweet? So in, the, in this tweet, he said, I, I hope Epstein made videos. There have been suggestions that Epstein made secret videos of all the men who had sex in his houses and planes. I hope he did. And they are all revealed because they will prove I am not among them. I hereby waive any right of privacy in Epstein videos. Now, Rick, I have to wonder if Alan Dershowitz is going to regret that last part of his statement there, because what he's saying essentially is that he doesn't believe there are any videos. And if there are, they're going to exonerate him. But Rick, if, if it is true, what Maria Farmer and other victims have said, simply that Alan Dershowitz was in the home of Jeffrey Epstein. He's admitted to as much. He's admitted to a long friendship with him. Uh, Virginia Jufrey Roberts actually claims to have been trafficked to Alan Dershowitz. We don't know that, but that is something Virginia Jufrey Roberts has claimed. And she's claimed it under oath in court. Yes, under oath in court. And it was on properties where Jeffrey Epstein would have had his cameras, the ones in the bathrooms and bedrooms. Okay, so 
If you're a male moving around, roaming around any of Jeffrey Epstein's mansions, and there are little girls there, scantily dressed little 13, 14 year old girls coming in and out of bedrooms, and there are other men in these bedrooms. And they're not just guys off the street, they're senators, they're judges, they're generals, they're newspaper editors, they're television news anchormen, they're, they're entertainers. Okay, so there's, there's two groups, well, I would say three group of men that would have access. Number one, the low-level employees, all right? The people that are cleaning the building, cooking. In the media room? Yeah. No, that's another group. Oh, it's another group. Okay. So the people that are just doing the, the regular work, keep the operation, they're paid well to keep their mouth shut. Right. Okay. Number two, the men who are being blackmailed. Okay. They don't know they're being videotaped. They don't know that this is all being recorded. They're just there for fun with 13-year-olds, compliments of Jeffrey Epstein, the, this great guy that just has all these pretty little girls hanging out at his house all the time. Then there's another group of men there, the men who are running the operation yes. for Epstein. Right. Not for Epstein, they're running him, okay? The managers. Perhaps the, the reason that Alan Dershowitz says, I'm not in any videos, is because he was a manager. Why would you video Alan Dershowitz? He's not to be blackmailed. Maybe he's one of the blackmailers. Yes. Well, Rick, uh, to add to your point, I, I just read this quote. This is Alan Dershowitz to WPLG Local 10. Now, he was pushed on the subject of child prostitutes, because that was the, the wording that he creatively came up with in the plea deal for uh, Jeffrey Epstein in 2007. He said that he, he admitted to actually being given massages at Jeffrey Epstein's mansion, and he said, but, but he kept his underwear on. And if the underage girls were giving massages, he wasn't aware. I, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, Rick, but I'm pretty when sure. He, when did he get that interview? This is very recently. This would have been over from the weekend, from his tweet storm. He was being interviewed by this the local outlet. He, he admitted that he was being massaged, but he kept his underwear on. That's, yes. that's what this reads. But uh, we, don't, we didn't bring the one about the, the nude beach. Oh, right. Geez. So apparently Alan Dershowitz likes to, I, first of all, I didn't know there was a nude beach at Martha's Vineyard. Okay, but apparently there's a nude beach at Martha's Vineyard, and he, uh, Alan Dershowitz, uh, was, has been a regular attendee at the nude beach for years, and even you know earlier this season. Alan Dershowitz regularly goes to a nude beach nude. at Martha's Vineyard. Ugh. Right. Just, this is an elite first of all, neighborhood, okay? It's not, can, not the place where your average Joe later. is going out there naked without underwear on. Well, this isn't just any average uh, Joe because this is on Martha's Vineyard. So you're talking about rich, elite naked people. The Kennedy family. Right. And so there was apparently a nude beach, but one of the caretakers of the beach noted that Alan Dershowitz hadn't been around much lately and had, uh, but apparently in the past he'd been you know, frequently seen at the, or unseen, as may be the case at the nude beach, um, you know, over so the past. this just was published today or just in recent? Just in the past few days, yes. So, 
Um, so the, I, what it appears to me, and uh, you know, it looks like Alan Dershowitz is really treading water here ever since the Netflix documentary came out, because in the Netflix documentary, there's accusations within there. Well, direct accusations. Direct accusations by Virginia Jeffrey Roberts. Dershowitz, and it's only been since then that he's kind of been flailing water, so to speak. In fact, as a lawyer, he should know to keep his stupid mouth shut. Not be talking about all this, not talk about getting a massage in your underwear, not talking about any of this. Plunging people in the arms. We didn't know. Shut, we didn't, shut your we didn't, mouth. We didn't know about we didn't know about him getting massages. We didn't want to know. We didn't want to know. And, and I didn't want to know about him going to a nude beach. Now and, I, I can't eat dinner tonight. <laughs> and for him to come out and say, I hope that there's a video Epstein videos. I hope <laughs> and I that waive my right. And, and I waive my right to privacy. Uh, you know, uh, you shouldn't uh, say, you shouldn't have said anything at all, Mr. Dershowitz, but uh, you're the lawyer. You're the rich lawyer for President Donald Trump. Uh, Mr. Dershowitz knows. I think he's honest on this one. He's, let's say he's accurate on this one. Yeah, accurate, yes. It was never recorded because he was part of the management team on mm -hmm. behalf of Israel. You don't get recorded when you're part of the management That's right. team. right. Those are just off-hours activities. Now, uh, <laughs> now, to add fuel to the Dershowitz fire, he penned an op-ed over the weekend def basically defending Jelaine Maxwell. Okay. This, this is an incredible article. I, I read this early today, Rick. This is uh, an authentic in the Spectator USA. Tell the Ghislaine Maxwell I know. Again, the author is Alan Dershowitz. He defended her? Defended her. And he also, he gave, and this is an op-ed. He loves to do this. In his op-ed, he gave legal advice. His first legal advice was, this is likely past any statutes of limitations. You're likely going to face, uh, he said, if I was Ghislaine Maxwell's lawyers, I would advise them to argue this is, just 20 years ago. And in addition to this, do you really know? Yes. Do you have evidence? Do you have videos showing acts? Yes. But the feds have evidence of recent years. Yes, that's right. What they're after is activity that involved Donald J. Trump. That's what they're after. It doesn't matter if the statute of limitations has passed for that time. It doesn't matter. They have, they have plenty of evidence in recent years to prosecute her on other charges. That's not what this is about. They're after, they're going in to remove Donald J. Trump. Do you, you know, where do you think Alan Dershowitz fits into all this? Is he gonna be one of the dominoes that has to fall in all of this? Oh, he knows he's about to fall. Is that why he's flailing water yes, like he's, this? He's, he's pinning op-eds and defending yes, Julian Maxwell? He, he is terrified right now. He should be. Well, well, we may not get our mandatory vaccine now, thanks to the prominent uh, constitutional lawyer maybe facing his own charges. Well, uh, there's, um, there's some other people involved in it. Let's go down to 19. This business insider. Uh, billionaire Elon Musk denies Jeffrey Epstein toured the SpaceX facilities. Now, he's been under uh, quite uh, the siege uh, by the media and just uh, generally on, on social media for this photo. Right now, this, this photo is something that, uh, that Elon Musk is claiming was a photo bomb. That uh, This is at a Vanity Fair party, the, the former outlet employed Vicki Ward. Uh, this outlet right here held the party, invited both of them, and Glenn Maxwell, according to Elon Musk, just came up and they took a photo. 
Now, I, I doubt that's quite how that works, um, especially a billionaire. I'm sure you have bodyguards. I'm sure it was past the process of you just allowing someone to come into your photo. And you're looking at the camera, right? Is, are we going to agree in here looking at this photo? But Rick, uh, from this, it actually has turned out Elon Musk has a long history with both Glane and Jeffrey Epstein. Again, he did allow Jeffrey Epstein. There's records, there's employees that have spoken about this. Jeffrey Epstein came to the SpaceX facilities at Cape Canaveral. There's an issue here. Was uh, the, the article that came in the New York Times, uh, a reporter claimed he interviewed Jeffrey Epstein at his home. Jeffrey Epstein had told that New York Times reporter in 2018 that Elon Musk had, had came to Jeffrey Epstein to ask advice about how to circumvent or to deal with the SEC with some of the, uh, the issues he was coming into funding for his many companies. If that's true, Jeffrey Epstein advised billionaire Elon Musk. Now, the other part uh, of contention of the weekend, Rick, was that Elon Musk's uh, girlfriend, her, uh, his girlfriend, it's been alleged online, and I'm sure these people are just jumping to this, but uh, they are claiming that the wife, like you mentioned with Melania Trump, that the wife may have been another one of those deals, a, a procurement. Yeah, so this is, uh, let's put the next one up. This is New York uh, Post. Elon Musk's ex-wife denies Jocelyn Maxwell handpicked her to be his child bride. That's Tallulah Riley. This is Tallulah Riley claiming this. Uh, I think this is uh, intriguing because no one brought this up. It took pressure simply to show a picture for the elite, I consider Elon Musk to be part of the elite, to come out and say, no, 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 she was not sex trafficked. So when I saw this, Edward and Doc, I mean, the first thing that came to my mind was my my speculation that Mel Melania was sold to Donald Trump. Because Glenn Maxwell Lynn claims Max that. Just Lynn Maxwell is the broker. Yeah, she, cl she claims that. Glenn Maxwell has told friends she's responsible for the matching those two. Let me, I'll read from the New York Post. Elon Musk, ex-wife Tallulah Riley, is denying truly awful rumors that she had been handpicked to be the Tesla CEO's child bride by accused Madam Jocelyn Maxwell. She said, uh, to my knowledge, I have never met Jocelyn Maxwell. Uh, this was a statement she made uh, after a, vi uh, a, vote, a photo of him and a grinning Maxwell appeared, the one we just saw. Uh, his ex-wife went on to say, the other thing I have seen implied is that Maxwell procured me as some kind of child bride for Elon. All right. Again, I don't know Maxwell. Elon and I met when I was 22 and he was on a business trip to London. Now, it gets even better here or worse, depending on your definition. Tallulah Riley says that she and Elon Musk had once been a guest at Epstein's mansion. Yes, the sex mansion in New Manhattan. York. The New York sex mansion with the vault and, and the sex toys. And Tallulah Riley was at that same Vanity Fair party where Maxwell and Musk were pictured. She was at that party. She had been wow. introduced That's to Musk. That's 2014. Uh, Epstein had a mansion, had, had a place in London. Yes, he sure in did. In Paris. That's right. She could be accurate saying she met in, in London. That's where she met Elon, but that's where the deal was made, mm. possibly. But I think just Lynn Maxwell, I think part of the, the revenue, she brokered deals. Yeah, because her father the, left her broke. They took the best of the girls that they recruited. And as they became adults, they moved them into another uh, farm team. They had, another, they had a farm team of, of young brides that could be sold. 
and who knows how many millions of dollars that they made. No, uh, she's, uh, she's denying it. But the very fact that she had to deny something that, like who, 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 started, who started speculating that she was a child bride sold by Jocelyn Maxwell? Where did that originate? Well, I'd argue it originated on Thursday when uh, the, the prosecutor came out and said that Ghislaine Maxwell, the, the woman currently being charged, forget that Jeffrey Epstein, that her role was to groom young girls and provide them to elite clientele, elite network uh, of, of both socialites and, and businessmen and politicians. I think that people started to look now, who is Glenn Maxwell pictured with? Who could be some of the individuals that the young girls were being trafficked to? Again, this goes down to every single photo that Ghislaine Maxwell has appeared in, or, or, or at least has been shown and confirmed uh, by uh, print articles and newspapers. They will be asked, were you a client or were you just a friend? Okay, the next one, uh, Times of Israel. This is actually based on a story from the Telegraph in London. Epstein associate Maxwell took pick with case Kevin Spacey on Queen Elizabeth's throne. Just how... How do you get into the throne room. the throne room and sit on the queen's throne? The throne the queen doesn't really even use anymore. But how do you get in there? Well, you have special it's connections to the royal the family. Tour. It's not on the tour. It's sure not. And Kevin Spacey. <laughs> That's the sacrosanct as the crown jewels. So they got inner access, behind closed doors access. Like Prince Andrew? I'd, I'd assume that was their role connection, especially since Prince Andrew has admitted to being friends with Ghislaine. Okay, we'll go back to, you know, uh, just Lynn Maxwell buying the house in New Hampshire. It was a British man who, who handled the transaction. I think there was a British man on the property when the FBI showed up. Someone with a British accent. Yeah. British accent, so. okay. Uh, it, it is possible. I mean, I've been putting all the blame on the Israeli Mossad. It is possible that this is a joint Israeli Mossad-British MI6 spy operation. I mean, it was Britain that created the, the State of Israel, yes. the Balfour yeah. Agreement. That's, that's, an, that's an, a British uh, Frankenstein that they created. Yeah, the Rothschilds out yes. of Britain were involved in this. Saudi Arabia, all those countries. They're created all, by the, they got a lance out one day and said, let's uh, draw some lines yes. here. So. so maybe this operation is run from Tel Aviv and London. But somehow Prince Andrew got into it too deep. Well, and that photo uh, reportedly was organized for a tour that Bill Clinton helped uh, arrange. This has been 2002, but uh, you think about what you, you just noted here, the, the connection to the British royal family. Uh, Maria Farmer had told me that Ghislaine Maxwell actually knew Princess Diana prior to her death, that she actually made fun of, that would, would help tease, would help torture Princess Diana in, in social circles. And you think back to this, this isn't the 2002 tour. It's only shortly after Princess Diana had her, her fatal car accident in, in Paris. Hey, I think we're, uh, we're probably at the limit of what our audience can handle right now. I would ask, ask the diehard Trump supporters this question, and I'm very sincere about it. If evidence comes out that Donald Trump participated in child sex or child 
trafficking. If the prosecutors prove it, what are you going to do as a Trump supporter? Now look, he hasn't been accused yet. There's a lot of circumstantial evidence. There's pictures of just Lynn Maxwell, and Jeffrey Epstein with Melania and Donald. The pictures are there. There, there are multiple pictures of Donald Trump with Jeffrey Epstein. This is not hearsay. But Fox was trying to crop it out. Yes. Yeah, Fox, you see Fox did that today. Oh. They put up an image of Jelaine Maxwell, the, the one with Donald Trump, Melania, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein, Jelaine. They cropped out Trump? They, they cropped out Donald Trump. Let Melania, left Melania in there. Really? Cropped out Donald Trump. Okay. And so they're, they're under a firestorm about that today. So there's, there's circumstantial evidence that Trump clearly knew Jeffrey Epstein and Jocelyn Maxwell. We know that. Uh, Jocelyn Maxwell's best friend told a British newspaper that Jocelyn Maxwell introduced Melania Trump to Donald, uh, Melania to Donald Trump at the uh, Kit Kat Club in New York, which is owned by Jocelyn Maxwell. So there's a lot of things pointing towards there's a relationship with Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein and Jocelyn Maxwell. So I'm asking the diehard Trump supporters, if the prosecutors bring forth very compelling evidence that Donald Trump participated in sexual activity with underage girls along with Jeffrey Epstein and perhaps trafficked them either by transporting them on his jet or Ivana Trump participating in recruiting girls with Jocelyn Maxwell. What are you going to do? Are you going to remain a Trump supporter? What are you going to do? And the evangelical Christians, you're going to be faced with a horrible uh, dilemma if this comes out. Because you're going to have to choose whether you're going to go with your political leanings or whether you're going to stand righteousness and say I'm I'm a representative of the kingdom of God and I cannot compromise my principles uh, there's a possibility uh, there, there is a possibility that out of this Donald Trump is morally challenged and publicly confesses and ask God in front of the whole world for forgiveness. Mm. I'm not going to rule out. I'm not going to rule that out. That he may be brought to uh, his knees. Because this is a man who said he, he didn't have anything to ask forgiveness of. He didn't have anything to repent of. That's what he said back in 2016. That's right. So, be prepared. My... If this is where the prosecutors are going, uh, this isn't going to come out until September, October. And this is an antagonistic prosecution yes. team. Don't forget, one of the prosecutors is Maureen Comey. Her That's father right. is Jim Comey, FBI director. The QAnon stuff, nonsense. If you think that Donald Trump and Bill Barr arrested just Lynn Maxwell, you haven't listened to anything that we just said for 90 minutes. Barr's father hired Jeffrey Epstein. Barr's father wrote a pedophile sci-fi book. 
this is, don't think that they're draining the swamp. No, the, Audrey Strauss is draining the swamp. She's going after the pedophile network. And, and I, I applaud her. I support her. Thank God somebody finally did it. But her boss was fired weeks ago by Bill Barr. Right. Jeffrey Berman. And Mr. Berman was going after Jeffrey Epstein. And Prince Andrew. And Prince Andrew. He was going in to force Aunt Prince Andrew to testify. Then the Queen called. Then Berman got fired. Or she called direct immediately after, I forget the, you know. The, it was after, it was yeah, after. She called directly after the Berman got fired. But no, I don't like, <laughs> this doesn't look good for Donald Trump. I think they have evidence and I think they're gonna bring it forth in September, October. And it's gonna, it's going, it, the Republican party will be wiped out, completely wiped out. They'll lose the Senate. They'll lose 50 to 100 seats in the House. Evangelical, lose, yeah, evangelical leadership will be split. It will end the religious right. Hmm. Yes. The Zionist-centered religious right will be crushed because they hung their star on Donald Trump instead of standing for the kingdom of God. Hmm. I'm not a Biden supporter. I'm not a Democrat. Politically, I'm an independent, but my focus is Jesus Christ and his kingdom. Hallelujah. Right? That's... My loyalty is devoted to Jesus Christ and his kingdom. And I'm not going to compromise my principles. I'm just not going to do it. But the religious right in this country, they're going to be challenged. They're going to have, they're going to have a come to Jesus moment. And they're going to lose face if they stay with Mr. Trump, if he is accused of any kind of involvement with Jeffrey Epstein. And it's coming. I am certain it's coming. I'm absolutely certain it's coming. Okay, folks, we got more stuff, but we've already been here for 90 minutes. As always, we'll be back tomorrow. And tomorrow's news will be more bizarre than today's news. Don't know how, but it will be. I know. I know. I, I had no idea when I came in here today, you were going to tell me about Bill Barr's father writing a sci-fi book about a pedophile planet named Kozar. <laughs> Sounds like Kazars. The, Clar the Carlisle Society. Sounds like the Carlisle Group. A lot of bushes in there. The Lady Morgan. Sounds the Lady like the Morgan. Lady Ghislaine. Yes. How bizarre. But that's what we do here. We connect dots and... We're doing it to help you process what's going on. Remember, our destination is New Jerusalem. That's where we're headed. My salvation was not won for me at the Republican National Convention. My salvation was won for me at a cross in Calvary. Hallelujah. And, and I'm, I'm headed home. That's, where, that's my focus. That's my destination. Home is New Jerusalem. Amen. And it couldn't get here soon enough. I am eager and waiting on Jesus Christ. I, I, that's all I think about.
is the return of Jesus Christ. This world is so weird and messed up and corrupt and evil. And nothing in this world that appeals to me anymore. Nothing. All I think about is Jesus Christ coming and the consummation of all things, full manifestation of the kingdom of God, the arrival of New Jerusalem. Amen. And living with our Heavenly Father and our Savior Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit and all the angels living with Him for eternity. And all this other stuff, not even a distant memory, because He'll wipe our mind. We won't think about any of it. We're not going to sit around. No sin in His presence. No, no tears in heaven. <laughs> We're not going to sit around in New Jerusalem for a thousand years and talk about Jeffrey Epstein. It won't even be in our mind. We praise the Lord is what we'll That's be right. doing. That's right. I hope you're going there too. If, if you're not sure, you can be sure by confessing to Almighty God that you're a sinner and that you heard the good news. The good news is that Jesus Christ died on a cross for your sins, that he was buried and on the third day rose from the dead and ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father making intercession for you and me, and the saints of God, and he's coming back in glory to establish his kingdom forever. You make that prayer to your creator, almighty God, and tell him you want to be born again. Born again means that the spirit of the living, resurrected Christ Holy Spirit comes inside you. You will feel the Holy Spirit come in. It's not up here. It's in here. You will feel the Holy Spirit come in because your, your dead spirit will come alive. You will know that you've been born again. It's not an intellectual thing. It's a spiritual thing. You can't think your way into the kingdom. That's right. You will know if you've been born again. And one way you'll know is joy joy unspeakable and you can't stop talking about Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay? You'll know that you've been born again and go get baptized in water in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and with your mouth confess to people you've been born again and you are now a disciple of Jesus Christ. Do those things and you will be sealed. Your soul will be sealed for eternity. You'll never be perfect we're always sinners. We always need a Savior. The only difference is that your sins will be forgiven. Amen. And your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. We love you very much. God bless you. We will be back here tomorrow with more true news. God, God bless, bless you. you.